that's actually a really common misconception. <laughs> I do apologize. Awfully rude to just barge in like that. Good thing you didn't drop your bauble. I commend your reflexes. I just overheard you talking. Oh? Uh, not on purpose, of course. Merely due to the happenstance that we were only separated by this wall of baubles, and they tend not to block acoustics very well. Uh. I am as it happens. An expert in Old and Middle English, Peter Fitzgerald, at your service. Maybe you've read my paper on the terminology of sharing tools in Old English or my more popular history of the schwa. I could clear up your little linguistic conundrum if you'd like. Uh, uh, well, <clears throat> I suppose that would be rather helpful, yes? Yes, yes, quite. Oh, excellent. I believe it was you who posited that the word winter might come from the word wind. That was me, yes. It's an interesting hunch, and you are most probably indeed correct in thinking that the word winter is tied to the weather. Now, I say most probably because there are competing theories. Some believe that the word has its roots in the old Irish wind, meaning white, which is reasonably enough, I suppose, but I personally subscribe to the much more likely theory that the Proto-Germanic wintrus stems from the Proto-Indo-European wind, or non-nasalized Wet, meaning wet or water. Winter is thus literally the wet season. Here's my card. Thank you, how interesting. But I suppose we should brave the wet season again? Yes, once more into the breach and so on. Goodbye, Mr. Fitzgerald. Thank you very much for your unexpected assistance. Oh, wait, I have another car. Oh, well. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye and hello. <laughs> Jamie. For how long have you been here? You never this early, if I'd known, I... No, 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 no worries. I... We ended early today. Oh, I see. Are you alright? <laughs> Please, you go first. No, no, age before beauty. <laughs> alright, you whippersnapper. It's... It's a lot to do with age, actually. It's my grandfather. He's been begging me to go to med school again. He says he is, you know, the usual at the very edge of death and can feel death breathing down his neck and that it's all about the family business. I've been trying to tell him that he's been smelling death's breath for 20 years now and that I have absolutely no interest in succeeding him. I mean, I'd be interested in being that doctor, but a doctor? No, no, sir, not for me. Also, in my own way, I'm already too old myself. Can you imagine me surrounded by all these over-eager 18-year-olds in the first semester? They'd come over asking if I saw the Beatles live in my youth. Beatles? Who are the Beatles? <laughs> That's exactly what I mean. So, what's up with you? Uh, rain. That bad? It's unnatural. It's winter. It should be the snowing gingerbread, and they want me to do Hamlet. <laughs> yes, but did you know that winter originally meant... Wait, they want you what? Hamlet! They want... They want me to... I told them I couldn't. Jamie... Oh, you know how I get. It's a... I can't. Another leading role. I'll be insufferable and fidgety and I won't sleep and I'll get hives and I'll disappear for days and I'm... I'm not a leading role kind of person. I've seen you in a leading role and you were brilliant. Yeah, that was once. Ages ago. I've changed. I've... gotten worse. I... You're over here casually thinking about medical school, and I can barely grope out my three lines. I suck, Pete. I suck. And I hate the bloody ring. I never told you this before, but when I first saw you on stage, I thought you were some kind of 
God. Don't love. You seem to be burning with something. You really did. Some kind of fire, some kind of genius. Look, I, I remember Macbeth. I saw what it did to you. I won't ever push you in this. So, you know your own limits best, Jamie. But I still see you burning brighter and brighter every day. So, please, please don't put yourself down. You just... And I'm not just saying that because I love you. Hmm. A god? Really? Oh, dear. I never should have told you. A god? <laughs> yes, yes. A god? God of being unable to do the laundry, right? Oh, that reminds me. Ah, uh, two things. I might have left some tissues in the laundry. We really have to tape a note next to the washing machine, won't we? <laughs> yeah. And the other thing is uh, the party with Professor Grüller. 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 I got Carmen, right? So I don't know her as well as you do, but I figured since she keeps talking about these really old and fancy books, and you told me that she's secretly really... <laughs> You've cut it underneath all of your... Oh! Ah! What was that? I didn't see anything. Are you alright? Uh, yeah, I... Your present! Fuck! Uh, Jamie, wait! I... Oh. Where are they? There! There! I can see one over there! Coming! Barge in at such a pivotal moment. Find out more about the present snatcher tomorrow. Oh, and public service announcement. Please remember that if you listen very closely, right at the end of each episode until December 4, you will notice that there is a certain phrase that keeps repeating itself. It's just two words and they will reveal where on campus we will wait for you on December 5 with a free goodie bag and some... Holiday cheer, that is. Peter Fitzgerald was played by Max Liebetreu. Jamie Resnick was played by Dominic Padelter. The narrator was played by Leonhard Engelmeyer. The shoppers were played by Tamara Payer and Alexandra Marwitz. The harp was played by Kerry Whitman. This episode was written by Marie-Therese Sauer.